understand. Appointments are coming, you know, people are coming. And uh, you know that the only place where you can be cleansed is a fellowship with your brother. That's why you'll be cleansed. And you're giving an excuse not to be there. You know, you're, you're allowing, it means you're not walking in light. That's what it means. Because this time we're fellowship together, the blood of Jesus, the life of God, the word of God purifies us, watches us. Hallelujah. Uh, prophet, thank you for being around today. Eh? I know you're of distance where you're coming from, but at least for some weeks now I've seen you have woken up again. I appreciate your being around today again for uh, minister's rest. Hallelujah. I want to thank uh, Pastor Uche for being around. Pastor, this is so it's <laughs> that did the Lord. <laughs> uh, that did the Lord. God will help us. Pastor, I really want to appreciate you, you know, for being around today uh, again. So we have fellowship today. Today, you have time, you know. Today, you come came in today. Like, he left us for some time today. Yeah. I want to appreciate everybody that's been God for uh, being around again this day for us to fellowship together. And as you start there, it's a blessing. We equally want to appreciate your presence today. Hallelujah. Um, I'm trusting the Lord to help us. Uh, Gospel of the Kingdom. Uh, I just trust in. I just have a um, little thought to put across. I trust the Lord that um, I've been so blessed in all. Everybody who have been coming to share their thoughts. I mean, a, a, a remarkable blessings and impact on my life. So because this time I, this time I fellowship with God's people aspect of God that I'm not seeing. God by his mercies uses them to reveal that aspect of his to me. And that's how we fellowship. As I'm purified, as I'm cleansed, as I'm washed. Are you stand? As I'm washed, as I'm cleansed, as I'm purified, right? Uh, if I say I am in the light, amen. So I was talking along uh, um, that line, a very short thought, a very, very short thought. And I know that there are powerful uh, men of God here and women of God who will uh, help us to push uh, the thoughts forward. Hallelujah. So we see that um, we'll be looking at um, Matthew 24, I think verse 12, how that the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached for a weakness. And then the end will come. You know, do you agree with me that um, the 
end at the church is waiting for the sound of a trumpet. The end that the church is waiting for is a sound of a trumpet. But you see that men are actually the people that will close the age. So we're waiting for something to happen in the sky. Why the end of all this chaos in the nations of the earth will end. Right? The, the reign of righteousness begins in our midst. But the truth is that uh, the people who would bring an end to all of this mess we see in the earth today are people. Somewhere in, I think somewhere in uh, the same Matthew 24, I don't know now whether uh, I will correct. I think it was 39, if I'm correct, I don't know. So pardon me, I may be correct. I don't know the correct. It just came to my heart now. Matthew 24, 39. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Please just follow me. It's just a few. Um, just a little thought. I just want us to track it so that we can, you know, expand shade on it for further fellowship and understanding. <laughs> so Matthew 24, I think we start to nine. Uh, Matthew 24. Matthew 24 now. Sorry, I just want to get that scripture. Okay, not Matthew 24, 39. It's Matthew 13, 39. <laughs> Amen. Sorry, I just want to be very sure of what I'm saying. Pardon me this morning. What I'm looking for, it's not what I'm seeing now. But there's this, there's, there is, uh, at the end of the age, you know, the harvest is the end of the age. Eh? 39 of um, uh, 13.39. Thank you very much. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Hallelujah. Uh, 
the enemy who sold them is the devil. So we talk about the story came from somewhere, you know. I talked about the the uh, the soul. I went to sow. Some fell on this soil, and they fell on that soil. Some fell on the other soil. Another fell on good ground. So the times of Lord that uh, those uh, those other seed that is sown in the heart of men is sold by the enemy called the devil. But there's an harvest that the Lord that will bring the end of the age. So men are actually what to bring about what? The end of the age. Men who have been able to allow themselves to grow up in righteousness. Uh, they will bring about the end of the age. Hallelujah. So I, I'm trusting the Lord this, after, this afternoon, this afternoon already, that uh, we're going to navigate the, the, the lights that will be shining in our hearts. Amen. Are we here? Are you here? So we are uh, trusting the Lord this uh, morning to help us uh, shine light. So Matthew 24, let's go to Matthew 24, verse number 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a weakness to all the nations. And then the end will come. So we'll be looking at all of these uh, in various aspects for quite a while now. And um, we're believing the Lord again that today uh, it will help us so he will probably see light you know, for a witness. Ha. Ah. Hallelujah. Please let's feed the front seat. You're welcome, sir. Good to see you. You're welcome, sir. Good to see you. You're welcome, sir. Please, can you uh, take this front seat? Hallelujah. Are you okay there? Okay, just. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, I'm trusting the Lord. So, I'm just. Trusting the Lord, the uh, I want to be. I want to just take the word from the scripture we just read in Matthew chapter twenty-four, verse fourteen. Uh, the essence of the gospel is for weakness. The reason for the gospel is to be a weakness, and that's why you see um, uh, John will say, "I am not that light, right? But I came to be a what? Witness." Uh, you will see that um, the reasons for the gospel is for weakness. The reasons for the life of God in us. You know, the light, the life of God is light, right? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, the, the, light of, the life of God is light, right? Yes, in him was what? And the light, then the life was the light of men, right? 
evangelist. The Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Which one? Is it a beginning scripture or which of the one? You know, I just, there are some, there are some scriptures I could just quoted. They are the one I mentioned. So I don't know the one you're talking about now. Which of the scripture? Okay, John, that is uh, John, bear weakness of, uh, uh, I think it's in uh, John. John chapter what now? Say, I'm not that light, you know, but I came to bear witness. It's in, Ma it's in Matthew. It's in Matthew. So, uh, <coughs> you know, at times you post scriptures. Me not just hit at the, <laughs> at the uh, I'm asking you now, it's not answering me. Hallelujah. So um uh, the reasons for the life you know, of God, which is light, right? Which is the gospel, uh is for us to be a witness of it. It's for witnessing, to be a witness. So God does not deposit his life or his light in us to keep it there and not bearing witness of that life he has given to us. The reason, the reason why God gave you his life which is light to us, right? It's for us to be a witness. Look at that, Pastor Idris, looking at me. <laughs> Hope I'm, I'm, I'm on a nice strike. So, uh, the reason why, you know, God gave his life to us as we believe the gospel, right, is for us to be a witness. Now, uh, You are not, or I am not yet living that life until I begin to be a witness of that life. I, I might have the life, do you understand? I'm going somewhere, just follow my thought. I'm maybe like a pastor. <laughs> so I just uh, follow my thought, uh, my thought tray. You understand? I may not give you the whole capture of everything, but there's somewhere I'm going. Uh, if you see that um, the reason why God gave us his life, which is light to men, is that we should be a witness. So that witness is not just proclamation or declaration. That witness is our life, you understand, testifying of the life, be a witness of the life that God has put in us. Meaning that our day-to-day -day involvement, our day-to-day -day practice, our day-to-day -day assignment, our day-to-day -day work, it's bearing witness of what we have received as a life of God, which is the seed of life. I'm trying to see how to communicate 
know, Pastor DJ is looking at me like this. I'm trying to see how to communicate the, the what I am trying to. There's something in my heart. So I'm trusting the Lord to know uh, how to communicate. Don't mind me when I talk like that. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Uh -huh. So uh, I just want to see whether we are on the same page. So, uh, uh, Pastor Donald, you're welcome. Good to see you. Stylist, you're welcome. Good to see you, uh, Pastor Jimo. Again, hallelujah. Pastor, I greet everyone. Pastor, Agusha, good to see you. Pastor Ayo, good to see you. Apostle, I'm blessed. <laughs> so, this is this, what this, this, this I'm trying to communicate. I, I am saying that um, there is the day we became we received Jesus as our Lord and Savior, something was communicated to us. Yes. And what was communicated to us is the life of God, the very life of yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. And that life of God communicated to us is, an, is the light that we are called that we must be a witness to. So when you say someone might say you are the light of the world, you are the they, they're not the, that's who you are, right? But you need to be a witness to that which they say you are. I, am, am I am I am I talking? Because <laughs> you know we are, we are among uh, 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 he is my sister now. See, uh, which I see there for the same level. <laughs> but I'm uh, talking to highlights. You know, and uh, I want to be very sure that. So you see that, uh, though I'm declared, you are the light of the world, you are the salt of the earth. What God, that is what God did when we received him, his life into us, right? We became the salt of the earth, we became the light of the world. Apostle is thinking. Apostle, sir, I like your hairstyle. You're looking very. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, uh, that I am declared that I am. For instance, I'm declared the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, right? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But you see, that righteousness they say I am, I need to be a witness to it. Because it is, it is in bearing weakness will bring the end of this age. We thought that it is in the proclamation of it that we bring about the end of the age. We thought. So a lot of us have taken the gospel, the knots and cranny of the nations of the earth, but that has not ended the age. But rather, it has helped to keep the age, sustain the age from collapsing. So what you see, the interest
interesting thing here is that in collapsing this age, God has showed us all with that responsibility that he has to communicate his life, his very essence into us. In communicating that to us, you see, uh, I am, um, uh, uh, my Christianity is changing. My ideology is changing. My mindset is changing. Uh, because, you see, you know, the way I'm sounding now, eh? it is not it. This is not the weakness. So, but we need light. We need revelation. We need to understand the right. Because it is this, this light, this understanding, that will enable us to be a witness. Not Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> but bear weakness. What are we bearing weakness to in life? Right? I looked at say that. I, I said that I want to I want to bust some of and something has come out. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see that um um it is that life that you and I had been saddled with the responsibility because the heavens of heavens is the what? Is the Lord, right? The earth has it given to what? Emmanuel, I like you, Yare. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. So he has given it to us, right? Now, the us there is not the unbelievers. That man there is not the unbelievers. So right now, right now, those men doesn't want this present age to end. They want to continue. Like Bible talk about men love darkness. Rather than what? Rather than light. I'm going somewhere. Just uh, follow my, my, my train of thoughts. It's English, right? Train of thoughts. I'm following you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you see, um, it's in bearing weakness to this life that will bring an end to the age. I can't end sickness in my body if I don't have fellowship with the light, the life of God I've received on my inside. I can't put darkness at our bay. You see the right word? At bay, all right? I'm trying. God is helping me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I am, I am, I am. Try to be jovial, <laughs> but you see, uh, uh, a lot of times this is how it would, you know, some of the things that God is communicating to us, we begin to understanding, we begin to open up our hearts to be opened up to receive what God is saying. So I can't put darkness 
Abi, if uh, I'm not bearing witness of the light or the life that God has communicated to the via my new birth. Because the essence of that light or that life that I'm carrying on my inside, right, is to completely put darkness to an end. Hallelujah. They will now go to uh, who is this? This light. This life. Who is this light? Who is this? Who is this life? Who is this light that I must be a witness to? Because in Acts chapter 1, when they were asking when the kingdom will come, say, it's not in my power, right? Acts chapter 1 from verse 7 or so, or 8, I know verse, verse 7, verse 8 and said, tarry in Jerusalem until you bear the, the, the power from on our right. And I said, you shall receive what? After that, the Holy Ghost will come upon you, right? So you see that that life is power. That life is light. Huh? That life is the Holy Ghost. Are you, are you following me? Are we together? That light is power. That light is the Holy Ghost. So you see, I can't bear weakness without that life. So why God put that life in you or gave you the Holy Spirit is for you to bear weakness of the life you have received that will bring about the end of the age. You can't collapse Babylon with the life of Babylon. The life of Babylon will cause Babylon to continue to prosper. So God did not give you that life to allow Babylon to prosper. God gave you his life to do what? To see that Babylon is falling. So I can't be a witness without the Holy Spirit. So I, I need the Holy Spirit to be a witness, which is the life of God I've received. I, I'm not praying for Holy Ghost to come. As soon as I become, I receive him as my Lord and Savior. I've received his life, his spirit. Why? 
The reason for that life is for a witness. Why the witnessing is to bring an end to an age. How do we shine this light? You know, I, I, when you read the book of Leviticus, you see where you see where um, Aaron was instructed. He said, ensure that you put wood on the altar, right? Right? And the fire will do what? Can you please shoot uh, Leviticus chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. Just want to drive a little toward there. And in no time, I'll round off. Verse 12 and 13. 12 and 13. And the fire on the altar shall be, shall be kept burning. On it, it shall not be put out. The fire on the other, you know, the outer there is a physical altar, right? Physical. Our altar now is not physical. Mm -hmm. Our altar now is the altar of our soul, right? So, on the altar of my soul, what will happen? Fire must not do what? Are you seeing that? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that fire there, right, symbolizes what? The Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? That fire there symbolizes the Holy Spirit. That means there are things that can cause the Holy Spirit to be, to be, to be, to be, to not to be at work in the life of God, but to enable a man to be a witness of the life he has received. Are you getting? Are you getting what I'm saying? So the reason why. This fire must keep burning on the altar. On every altar, when there is no fire is, uh, is out, or any firewood, when you're cooking now, maybe when you're charcoal, you're using charcoal to cook or using firewood, right? If you want the fire to keep burning, you keep adding what? You keep adding wood, right? So as you keep adding wood to that uh, uh, fire burning, what happens? The fire keeps what? Keep burning, right? Now, why is the fire? Why the fire is burning? There are things that cannot come around the territory of that fire. All right? Because they know that if they come, then something will happen. So, for that thing not to happen, right, they will stay away. They will come closer because that altar is carrying what fire. Now, they see all of the lukewarmness. Procrastinations, laziness, prayerlessness, fastlessness. <laughs> ah, the enemies of our soul that doesn't want the fire to go out. Are you are you getting what I'm saying? 
When last have you added firewood? When last have I added firewood? Now, what is that firewood? Fellowship. First John chapter 1. He said, I could have this morning. If you say you walk in the light, right? He is in the light, right? And you have fellowship with what? So you see that firewood come together as fellowship to ignite the what? So that those lessness, you know that restlessness <laughs> that I find my soul. There is, so much, there is so much restlessness in my soul right now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, it's only this fire that will burn it. That will burn it. So adding the wood is engaging the world and the spirit, right? And that's another way to look at it again. Fellowship with brethren is adding wood, right? Fellowship with one another. That's how you are purified. That's how flesh is taken away, right? As we fellowship with one another, right? Now another one is engaging the world and the spirit. If you still... I'm good in, you know, those days when I was in school, right? I'm good in statistics. I saw statistics and I used to make good money, man. I used to chop when I was in school. But if you ask one and social, that's a sadistic. I'm a sadistic with this now. I'm a sadistic now. You know why? Because I've left it. So anything you leave can only ignite you. So if you stay away from the world, you stay away from the fellowship of the spirit, you stay away from the brethren. How will you carry fire? Now, the end of this fire, I'm going somewhere equally. The essence of this fire, understand, is to bring an end to a what? To an age. It's to judge Babylon. It's to say that Babylon is falling. Verse 12, and the fire of the water shall be, keep, shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. What we born jealousy, envy in our heart. You know, so if there is jealousy in your heart, and there is jealousy in my heart, right? We can't judge this system. If, if we are envying one another right now, right? We can't judge this system. If we can't forgive one another, we can't judge this system. Because what is characterized by this system is also in us. So this is what I said, can, you, can, can Bezibob cast out Bezibob? 
So he said, if I, by the finger of God, did this, it means that the kingdom of God has done what? Has come to you. Matthew chapter 3. I'll end up with that. Matthew chapter 6. From verse... Uh, Verse 11 and 12. Sorry, Matthew chapter 3, not 6. <laughs> not 6. Matthew chapter 3. Verse 11 and 12. Are we there? I indeed baptize you of water unto remetas, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose shoe, whose sandal uh, I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. King James will say, and with fire. So when the life of God, hello, when the life of God came into my spirit, yeah, the incense, that light did not just come with just as light alone. It came as fire. Right? Now the incense of that fire is to burn flesh. Are you seeing that? Now, the reasons for the fire. Now, we, talk, we just think that Holy Spirit is just the ability alone to pray in other tongues. Right? And we glory in it, you know. I spent two hours tongue-talking. Two hours, you know. I get you two hours. Right? But you see, we did not engage the, the fire ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, the essence of that fire is to aspire flesh in the heart of men. Because until flesh is aspired, right, a new age will not be better. A new age will not come. So you see that John is saying here, he who baptizes you is come to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And we have said that the Holy Spirit is the life of God that has been given to us, right? Yes. And the answer of that life of God, right, is to consume flesh with fire. So when we send fire to our enemy, we are praying the wrong prayer. Because your enemy is living inside of you. 
fire of the Holy Ghost. Take it. You are praying the wrong prayer. Please, if I'm wrong, tell me. <laughs> Bible says, a man's enemy is that of his what? His household. So the household is you. The enemy is inside of you. So but you leave the enemy inside. And you are dealing with the enemy outside. You can't conquer the one outside until you defeat the one inside. Now, the essence of the fire is to defeat the one inside. Until the one inside is defeated. Until the Babylon in us, the love of this world in us, we love this world, all of us. I love this love sweet, I don't tell you lie. Sweet, when you, when you get what you take, eh? sweet. <laughs> but you see, to 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 divorce this world, it's only fire that can do it. Oh, I know that anything fire sees that is not the standard of Christ, it will lick it up. But if it's of Christ, he will refine it and make it more brighter. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So when you are praying fire, there's this, there are things in us that fire, you know, ambition. That's all the ambitions of God. Eh? All of us have ambition, no? There is something you are. As I began to I said, all of, all of us, including myself, as I talk, I talk to all of us, all of us are like this now. Pastor eh? eh? Doors are happening. Things are happening. People are just seeing, people are queuing. The line, the region, they are just to, get just the word of God from you, that's all. You know, just the word of God from you. Forget the. <laughs> and at the end of the day, please pay attention. At the end of the day, you get it. After a while, eh, you see something will begin to deceive you. Yes. That uh, you don't need to be in that company again. Yeah. Levels have changed. Even power has changed hand. <laughs> uh, you don't know that that is something that has been with you that fire has not dealt with. That as you keep coming, as you keep adding the woods together, meaning as you fellowship together, right? Fire will what? Will be inside to drop certain what? Certain nature and on the natures of Christ. Some of us are humble now. Include my very self. You're humble because you don't have what it is. By the time the thing begins to enter, uh, we'll not be humble again, no. So before that time, you know, God is showing us light now so that we can take fire <laughs> and begin to burn it. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, I, may, I may be looking, um, I, may, I, may, I, may, I may not be 
sounding the way you want it. Or this is how the Holy Spirit has made me to do what uh, 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 bring forth his counsel to us this uh, afternoon. Somebody else will come up to take it. So you see that um, what Jesus is coming with the Holy Ghost. And the, the reason for the Holy Ghost on fire, like I began to say before, is that it's for us to be a witness of a life that you have received. So I can't, there are things that are hindering that life too. Like, I like what, um, what um, uh, Proverbs chapter 4 will say, verse 18, the, the path of the just, right? It's like a what? Shining light that shines what? Brighter and brighter, right? So how does that light, you know, that is the light you are, right? You are the light of the world. I say that for the Father, it was declared that you are. You need to be a witness to that what you have been said you are. So it means in bearing weakness, it is the path. It means there's it's a walkway. Are, are we together? It's a walkway. That means I need to follow the footsteps of Christ. I need to walk in the light of the knowledge that is in the, the, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. All right? Uh, as I do that, I am causing my path. That means the life I'm carrying on my inside begins to glow. Begins to glow. Begins to glow. Because if it's not glowing, that means it begins to shine brighter and brighter and clearer. We are, I see God's people if they who can pay attention to what the Lord is saying, I see us as time bombs. We are time bombs set in places of the earth that at the, at the frequency of the Lord, it will just press its button. What's the button? That you and I have come into the fullness of God, which is the perfect day. Let me say it this way. The way we give birth to, you know, we are to give it to that perfect day. We are to give birth to that perfect day. Which is the day of the Lord. But the way we give birth to that day is our walk. The part of the joy is like a what? That shines brighter and brighter. So as I walk in consonant with the will of God, the instruction of God, the commandment of God, my path is shining. There is a measure of light that can put darkness away. There is a measure of light that can put darkness completely away. And that, that, that light that will put darkness completely away is that perfect day. But before it gets to a perfect day, it must shine brighter and brighter. Okay, let me, let, me, let me come back this way. I'll come back to Matthew chapter this thing. Let me come back this way. Hello? Anything? Please, load that thing down small. Hallelujah. Now, it is important. 
look at your immediate environment. Look at how many, the amount of light you and I have walked into. Look at what is happening around us. Are you getting what, get what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Meaning that the more I walk, the more I find the presence of light and the absence of darkness. Because you see, it is the light that will shine where? But that light is not coming from elsewhere. It's coming from within me. Why? Because there is an assignment that light is supposed to do is to judge darkness. And the light shines in darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend it. Acts 3. I'll just finish with this. Is we know in fan is in his hands. He will totally clean out the stressing floor. Hallelujah. It's we know in fan. You know, this is new King James. When I was going through the scripture, it was uh, old King James that I went through. Right? Uh, this is what I'm saying. The Lord, you know, giving me understanding from that scripture. You know, that we know in fan is, we know that the Holy Spirit is we. Right? That is how they call him Roha in Hebrew. In Hebrew, they call it, sorry. <laughs> Ruach. And I know that Hebrew scholars here. I know that Hebrew scholars, I'm not trying to uh, have an understanding of what uh, they uh, I'm not a, so, so, those who are Hebrew. So, Ruach. That, that word Ruach means wind. It's wind. Now, that as I said, I can't bear weakness of this life without what does this wind do? You know, you see a grain, it has a back, right? Covering the grain, right? Now, for you to beat out the the shell that covers the the grain, right? No, I'm not an Englishman. The one I don't know how to speak to. <laughs> so, for you to uh, 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 beat out the shell from the grain, right? To take a, to get the the fruit or the seed, right? You have to beat it first. Serious beating. You understand? The reason why you are beating because you want to separate the chaff from the wheat. Now, this chaff is called chaff in scriptures. But this chaff are things we love so much. They don't look like chaff. <laughs> see, when, see, if they tell you, see, this kind of chaff, you, you go look the best, you see, if they see where we're so that, this one, they give you the latest, um, uh, latest, uh, what do you call it now? Pastor Paul, latest uh, car now. How many series? 
<laughs> so they give you such thing. Huh? So, so, so you don't, you don't, because the Lord has helped your soul. And I said, it's chaff. Somebody else, the Lord has not helped the soul. We don't see that chaff. We don't see that as chaff. But you see, you're, me, I don't got in there too. Uh, I don't got in there. Because so, <laughs> I think I so, so, so love this on some things. So, you see, there are things that my soul has so much fallen in love with that they need to beat me. Not just beating me that will take away the, the what? The what? The, uh, the, chaff. the chaff. They need to... You know, when you... What do you call it? They need to blow. They're giving you what? <laughs> they need to... That is the winnowing fan. Which is the spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has to blow you. What's it blowing? It's blowing out tap. So they life. The light of God in you can find expression. Satan understands that the day that light is seen. You know, as I will say, and darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people. You see, but I understand because the light of God has come and the glory of what is risen. I mean, that glory of God is risen is that you are now a witness of what can put a bait, stop, and destroy darkness. See, a lot of times when God put us in the, in the tray of life and release his spirit, and we go to, you know that thing they do like this, yeah. and they will be carrying it. What do you call it, sir? <laughs> so when God, I like that word too. You know, when they are waving, waving you before the Lord and the wind, so, and while they are waving you, things are leaving you. And you'll be crying. At times, we'll get to a and say, oh Lord, this one, no, I don't want, I don't want this. Oh, this one is too much. Oh God, leave this one alone, please. Now, it won't, if I keep that, it won't judge. This present darkness, this age, this Babylon. Because Babylon will fall. And it has to be that you and I need to respond to the demand of the Lord for us in this season. Hallelujah. What's your question? My question is this. Every time we become, eyes is opening to become. Huh? When are we going to become? Because every day, this is what God wanted to become. This is what God needed to become. Because if we are not become what we are saying, how can we become, uh, how can we destroy darkness? And this uh, because the Bible said the world I speak unto you, they are life and the spirit. And the world I preach to you, cleansing you to become. I don't know some say what I'm where I'm going. Because if we always because it's like when we come, we see picture of what we are be, want to become. 
when we go back tomorrow again, we come again, what we are going to become every day, every day, every day. How can we become those things? That's only the journey because I understand something. We want to become it because without we become it, we will not end this age. That's my question, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, I will not. Um, I know you're an apostle, and uh, I'm trusting God for wisdom to, to put your questions together. The truth is that um, Scripture says, "Once have you spoken, right? And twice have I heard." So at times we will think we have heard, yeah. we have not really heard. At times we take a lot of years to something to sink into us. The reason why. It includes everybody is here now that is here. Just the truth. Not everybody that is here that is here. So you can be here and we thinking we're all thinking that you are here. There are there are markets you have gone into, there are transactions you are doing. <laughs> so you see that we keep we need to come to come as we come together, we'll keep reminding ourselves of the things we are hearing again and again because they are inheritance. And until you begin to see it, certain things you begin to give up for it. I can't give up certain things for what the Lord is painting or showing to me if I have not come into understanding. If my eyes have understood something like that. Like Pastor Destin said the other day, he said, you can't be showing a man something that is of value when you, you are not showing. Sorry, you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't tell a man to drop something that's of value to him, right? We are not showing a man what is what is more value than that thing is known as value? So until the eyes of our understanding is enlightened, right? There is no way. There is no way. We'll keep saying this thing. At times, this thing, this you are saying now, you know, I sit down and I will tell myself, ah, what we said last time, or we have to say that God is bringing it in a different way. Because you think that we all understand that thing last week. Not everybody had caught an understanding. So God comes again like this. Check in church. It's the same thing we are still preaching. I'm not preaching different thing. Check. Check all the things you have been teaching. It's the same thing, no? But you, you just come in in a, in a different package for just one thing. So that the one that you know understand this way, like yesterday, maybe from this angle you understand it. Immediately the eyes of understanding is enlightened. What is of value to us, we'll drop it and go for what is of more value. So as we begin to see it and embrace it and begin to join it, that's why I couldn't prophet for it in. At a part of the joys, it's like a what? Shining light. And a shining light is ability to walk in the revelation of what God is being God is revealing to you part time, part time. As you walk part-time, part-time in that revelation of the word of God that God is revealed to you, that's how you are going to give birth to a perfect day. That perfect day means a day where there is no more sorrow. There is no more pain. There is no sin. There is no lawlessness. Now, it is my walk. My walk. Which is my walk. It's my light that I am shining. Let your light so shine. That will bring forth a perfect day that will end all of this to happen until we have this understanding. 
we will keep hearing it so that we will, because if you stop hearing it, other things will. Mm. Like I said, you can't you can't stay away from fellowship. Whether here, whether anywhere, that God has put you, you can't stay away from. But you need fellowship because fellowship is beginning. Fellowship also has something to you that begins to show you the purpose. The purpose. The purpose. This is what you are living for. Hallelujah. Praise God. He said, you have something to say. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Um, please, I want to thank God for all of us um, that can make it in this cashless <laughs> system. You know, you thank God for everybody. I thank God for this glorious company. And I'm so honored to be with us too today. You know, uh, when Pastor, when this man of God began to share some things, and um, there are some things the Lord had been ministering to me actually too. And he began to, you know, come to his, it was what coming to kind of an agreement with that same thought. So I felt quite, there's something here the Lord is saying actually. So I just feel I can just share what I I've received that I can push these thoughts together. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much. We give you glory because um, you are the Lord. Your word is life. And you are the one that can make your word alive in our hearts to bless us. You have a purpose by giving us your word. And we ask that you fulfill your eternal and complete purpose in us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Um, I, I love that place, uh, Pastor. Something was sharing with us, especially the book of Leviticus chapter 6, when he began to share some thoughts with us. I want us to look at that place, Leviticus chapter 6. Please. So. Praise God. From verse 13, I think. Leviticus chapter 6, please. From verse 12. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Leviticus 6 from verse 12. I want to have us look at that thought again. There's something I want to bring up. Leviticus 6, 12. Okay, please, I will read the version I have here. It said, uh, the, Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning... I want us to look at that word each morning. That this one says every morning. Uh, this each morning. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm coming. Say each morning the priest will add fresh wood hmm, to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. He will then burn the fat of the peace offering on it. Remember, the fire must be kept burning. See on the altar at all times. It must never go out. There is a, an emphasis on, on what must happen on that altar. And it was talking about each morning. Now, when you um, see, I will praise the name of the Lord for his eternal purpose and operations. The work that God has concerning you and me that he has ordained before the foundation of the earth. He knows it. So he's working everything according to his purpose to bring God to the end of his counsel. And that is why, let's, let's look at it from the junction where we are now. 
Look at where we are now as a nation. And especially look at the church. Please, sorry, permit me. Look at the way many of us as believers are reacting now in the political terrain now. We are believers, we are Christians. I'm hearing that some believers are blocking brothers and sisters because of election and politics. And it's because of certain passions and certain pains, certain frustrations, certain expectations. You understand? Certain uh, disappointment with the system. I, 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 there's a brother I know, he's a, he's a pastor. When we talk small, we see, what are the fathers doing? What are they saying? Have they not seen this thing? Can they not give direction? I say, what about if you are a father and you are not doing what you are supposed to be doing too? You know, sir, when you're talking about fatherhood, what is a father supposed to do? You understand? Who, who are fathers? Father, a father is not by name. It's by function. Any, any man can give birth to children. It doesn't make him a father. It's when he functions properly in the place of taking care, making provisions, that is when he's a father. Now, when you look at this order, this, uh, this place we just look at now, there's a reason I was going there. You see, there is something that is necessary concerning the altar, concerning the growth of fulfilling purpose. That is why they said that altar, there will be fire on it. We are God's altar. We are God's so let me say priest rather. You are priest. And there's no function of a priest without an altar. Now this altar will function only by fire. Now, do you know, let us all check back for instance. Sometimes when I look at this thing, it's something that pains me. Many of us, when we give our heart to Christ and we begin to join in the Lord, we were passionate. There was a kind of fire. We experienced it in our journey, in our Place of fellowship. We are going well. We are doing fine. Do you also notice that one of the things that is very core in that time is love? We have love. You can love what even the one you call unlovable. You can love everybody. Oh, I love you in the name of the Lord. And it's true. But after some time, the person you are loving, maybe six months ago, you can hate him now. Like a pastor, someone was saying, you know, when, when I carry unforgiving spirit, when I carry that thing. In fact, we must start how to. Put that thing together. If you put it to me now and say, bro, you are carrying an unforgiving spirit. You are carrying malice. You, I will tell you, don't judge me, brother. <laughs> don't judge me. Don't judge me. It's only God that can judge me. The Bible says, judge nothing before the time. Hallelujah. Don't judge me. How do you know? Okay, how do you know? I even hate that brother. But you are not greeting him. I mean, not greeting him. It doesn't mean I hate him. But when you see him, you pass away. It doesn't matter. You see, the spirit of God may have directed me. Which spirit is now? You understand? We will not begin to dilly and play on these things. You know why we can do all that? We are priests too, but the fire has gone out. I was sharing something with my family yesterday. I said, if you know where the church was some years back, and what many of you, the younger generation of Christians are missing, you go know everything at the talk. Today, now, many young children who are believers, there are many things they do today. They don't think there's anything wrong with it. There's no sense of uh, conviction of wrongdoing. So if there's nothing wrong with being immoral to them. Or if, if you say you are 
wrong, or maybe you did something wrong, or you defile yourself, you can just say, oh God, Father, forgive me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm forgiving. The Bible says I'm forgiving. Who told you so? And you can continue that your life. If you want to catch many of these young ones, I'm, I'm serious. Not funny. Put them in the place. Let's say, let's engage God in the place of prayer. Let's pray. Let's talk to God. The way we pray today is you use music. I will be bouncing something. I know this is not David dancing. The swing head. After doing many of those exercises, they come out, they can even come out colder than they were before they came to that meeting. No fire. No difference. No difference. And listen, please. Everyone, you are being prepared one way or the other for a season. And there are processes that God will take a man to to fulfill a particular season of life. So in the season of preparation, if you don't understand those education, learnings that God wants you to, to take you into, you will not be ready for that season. And when that season comes, that person will collapse. David says, sir, when you are saying something that time, you say, you know, there's something that will happen to us. You say, hey, God, I don't want this one. It's true. David said, it is good for me that I am afflicted, that I may know your counsel. You understand? It means that there's a man here who understood that affliction is part of my curriculum to get fulfillment in purpose. It's not easy to see it that way. It takes God to open your eyes to see. That is why we need light. So light. Like he was also telling us, you see, when we get back, when we're born in Christ, we have life. We have the life of Christ. That's true. But that life is generating a light. That light essentially is knowledge. It's sight. It's to enable me to journey properly in the order of Christ. But I'm, so, I'm sorry. Let's look at it truly. How many of us believe that? Many of us are working properly in the other. People work in discordant tunes. But you, there's a pattern of working, you will know this person is not seeing self. But if you ask him, see, what you say, I don't see. I know where I'm going, man. Um, I saw one funny video. Um, a daughter, a young girl, was telling the mom, Say, Mom, why do you drink now? It's no good. Don't drink. Eh? You are drinking alcohol. The girl said, and the mom said, <laughs> my daughter, I'm not drunk. You are making a mistake. Okay, let me give you an example. If I were drunk, you see those two birds there? If I were drunk, I would think they are four. The child said, but mom, there's only one bird there now. <laughs> but she believed she was not drunk. So there's always an excuse for my, my shortcoming. Why? No fire. This fire is the fire of God. It's all illuminating. And by the presence of that fire keeps me in shake to be prepared for the next thing that God wants to do. Now, this is where I'm going. When we now say, we put, uh, the, you, now, there's something they say here. They say, number one, the fire must not go out. It's an instruction. It's a commandment. One. And I said, the work is the work of who? The priest. So the priest is the one that will ensure that the fire does not go out. So who is the priest? You and I. We are the priest. We are to ensure our fire does not go out. Now ask me, sir, if I'm the priest and it's my duty to ensure the fire does not go out, please, where do I get the wood? 
You need to let me, I need to know some of this order, this system, these operations, so that we will not, func I will not malfunction. Where will I get the wood? That takes me to the book of Lamentation chapter 3. Lamentation chapter 3. I'm sorry I'm talking to men of God. Please, no verse for me. I'm just sharing small thoughts. You know I'm a small boy. I beg you. I don't know. Please forgive me. There's something that came to my heart. Just praise God. <laughs> praise the Lord. Lamentation chapter 3. Wait, that, the way it said that uh, the steadfast with the Lord is new every morning. 22, right? Okay, my, this translation said the faithful, thank you very much. It said the faithful love of the Lord, verse 22, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. Now see it out. It never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is that faithfulness. His mercies began afresh each morning. Eh? Now, um, King James actually said to us that, uh, truth, okay, okay, thank you very much. Um, because his compassion faileth not. They are new every month. The compassion is his love. And that compassion is new every morning. Why is this scripture telling us? They are telling us what is available for us to refresh the fire. It is the love. The love is my wood. That's the way I see it in that scripture. So I need to engage the love of God afresh every morning. So there's an allotment of that love which never fails. This is not just a, a past information. It's the necessary ingredient to get my fire to be continually a fire. And so when I have, you see, the interesting thing these days, there will always be fat to burn. There will always be fat, sir, to burn, fat, every morning. The reason I would think I don't get problem again is if the fire has gone out. Because fire will help me to see myself. And when you now look, you see fat to burn. So when you now burn the fat, you have done the job, the thing is, I don't know when, the, you know when sometimes when you see fat burn, self, the thing, the smell sometimes, it can be putrefying, it can be irritating. It's like I don't want more of it to. We say, thank God. Ah, thank God I'm done with this spirit of anger. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Finally, we are there with this one. Glory to God. And I go to sleep. But tomorrow morning, if you don't put fire, something will come up. And you need to do that with that thing again. So when I now know that there's something to be dealt with is when I see fire. It's not my head. That is why, sorry, brethren, men of God and women of God, we have... The church must come to the place of sight again. We must come to a place of deliberate commitment. See, it was saying something at that time. When, when, when we are journeying with God, if we want to do well, we can't add laziness. Laziness will not help us. That is why if somebody is not uh, committed to, uh, shall I say, in the place of focus or hardworking or disciplined, it can't be a successful Christian too. It can't journey well. It can't. Because this journey requires you to be very determined, committed, focused, engaging. L let me remind us of this story of this woman. Sorry, sir, I ran the person. Luke chapter 18. That woman, that, uh, that widow, the, 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 she was having a problem. 
What was the problem? Her enemy was causing her pains. And she knew the person she must engage is the judge. Now she now went to the judge and said, Judge, I have a problem with an adversary. Please judge my case with this enemy. The judge did not answer her. She returned, went back again to the city the next time. And she kept on going. There must be renewed energy for her to go. Otherwise, you'll be discouraged. Many of us have gone to that junction many times and we go, boom. All of us, we've experienced it now and again and again. But she kept on going until the judge said one time, ah, one day this woman will kill me. <laughs> he said, no, I don't fear God. I don't respect man. But if I don't answer this woman, she will wear me out. And, well, and based on that, she now answer her. He now answered her. The Bible said, Jesus was the one speaking. He now said, see that uh, unholy judge, un unrighteous judge. See what he did. He now asked a question. He said, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? Verse 8. Now, why will he say, will I find faith? With all those attacks, those facts, those things that are, we are seeing operating, they are meant to destroy our faith and the foundation of who we are, which is faith. We want to remove it. If there's no faith, there's no life. And if there's no life, there will be prosperity of the system we are seeing wanted to collapse. Like he also said the other time, it's not, this thing will not collapse by our words. Eh? Apostle, that's what we are seeing the other time. There's no way these things will end. There's no way there will be a change until we keep engaging. There will be need for persevering. There will be need to continue pushing. Even though you may think you are not seeing that difference, you keep pushing. Even though you think there's no answer yet, you keep pushing, you keep moving. And you can only do that by fire. Let the fire keep burning. Let us continue killing, I mean, burning the fat. As we do so, whether you are knowing it or seeing it or not now, Babylon is falling. Babylon will be aspiring and will be drawing gradually into a brighter day. Please, that's just my little thought. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, uh, we must ensure that the fire does not go out. And every morning, we're adding more woods. So, what he said that the woods are the mercies of God. You understand that? Um, as we engage you know as we engage our altar by making sure that the fire does not go out our message the message of God has, is renewed every morning so and our God message cannot be renewed when we are not engaging so uh, it is important and uh, don't wait for another man to be engaging for you. Mm -hmm. See, the priest that was giving this instruction was not waiting for somebody else to do that engagement. It was the one engaging the Lord and ensuring that the fire do not go out because it's the fire that would collapse this system. It 
is fire. Nothing more will collapse the system but fire. So I was trusting the Lord that we would um, uh, we prayed in tongues, man. We prayed in tongues, you know, and uh, we'll keep we'll keep praying in the spirit. So I'll be we speak mysteries to God. We see that it's this fire aspect of it that would enable us. The fire aspect of it that will enable us to mortify or kill the deeds of our body. Because what is not making the perfect day to appear is the deeds of our body, the works of the flesh. Hallelujah. Pastor Paul. Praise the Lord. I saw Pastor Dave lifting up his hands. I don't know, maybe he was not satisfied with the answer. Okay. Because he asked a question that what should we do to come into that life? Each time we come together with fellowship and it's like the journey is still far. My prayer is that by his help, he will bring us closer to himself in the mighty name of Jesus. The essence of our gathering is that Christ should be formed in us. How will I start? Let me start this way. You know many of us, when we're in primary school, at our secondary school, there is a, a name beyond your name that they call you. Somebody will see a prophet and he will say, Lepa, that name will just stick. Praise the name of the Lord. It happens in the book of Luke, chapter 10. If you read from verse 46, say Jesus was coming out from Jericho and a great multitude followed him. And in that multitude, there was a beggar called Blind Bartimaeus who sat down somewhere begging. And on getting to understand that Jesus was passing, he began to shout, O son of David, have mercy upon me. And they tried to shut him down. The more they tried to shut him down, the more he shouted, O son of David. He didn't call any other name. And because Jesus... You understand? That name strike a chord in him. Jesus knew that even in this crowd, there is somebody who knows me. Praise the name of the Lord. We don't look at that angle. We just tell the story of blind Bartimaeus. He knows Jesus very well. He knows Jesus to the root. Praise the name of the Lord. So the same way too, that thing we trigger, as even Pastor Gide is going on the way, and there is a name a schoolmate used to call him. Imagine they call you in that crowd. You know that this person, you will stand still. So the problem we have today is that, like Jesus said in the book of John, if you read from verse 14, he said, I'm the good shepherd. And if you go down, he said, the sheep knows me, and I know my sheep. The question is this. Many of us who are ministers, do we really, really know Christ? Yes. 
Do we know him? Can he stand still for you like he stood still for blind Bartimaeus? He stood. He said, call him. Those who were trying to prevent him from sin, they were the ones who ushered him to the Lord. At times, somebody said something in the course of this election. He said, the election has proved to us that many men of God, they don't hear from God, shishi. That was very belittling. They don't hear from God, shishi, many men of God. Prediction. Then I had it, I was very sad. God calls Samuel, Samuel. Moses, Moses. Saul, Saul, according to Papa. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Many a times you say, God, Pastor Samson, God sent me a message to you. If it's truly that message is from God, you will know. Because that is how God will address you, sir. You have a kononia with God. You have a relationship with God. There is how he addresses you. How does God addresses you? He called Moses, Moses, Moses. Many of us, we just, I don't know, God will help us. That's why this life is not manifesting. I see characters and I see characters. Go back to the book of Romans chapter 15. Let's look at Romans chapter 15. From verse 1, Romans 15. And if you have the message translation, anybody who has the message translation, please. Romans 15. Let thy kingdom come, from verse 1. We want the kingdom of God to come. The kingdom of God is already within you and I. Like Pastor Samson has been saying, all that is required is manifestation. Do anybody have the message translation? This message, okay. Those of us who are strong and able in faith need to do what? To step him and lend hand to those who are who fought us. And not just to do what is convenient for us. Strength is for what? Service and not what? Praise the Lord. As a minister, have the oversight over God's heritage. Today we have become what? Lord over God. We live, we take the place of the Lord and we become Lord. The people will never see Christ. Even you yourself too will never see Christ. Because you have you are become something else. On a lighter note, a man in a, somewhere, is this Zambia also? He says, it's Jesus of Zambia. <laughs> so the people told him, okay, by Easter now we'll crucify you. And he ran to the police station <laughs> to take coverage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The bottom line is that what God has given to us is for service. And that service Start with us. There is one that rises up early in the morning and sit down late in the night and eat the bread of sorrow. Except the Lord 
builds. He that builds it, builds it, but in vain. Which house is God building? Building. He said, all of these things my hand has made. I am looking for a man who has what? A contrite spirit, a man who trembles at my word. Ministers of God, we no longer tremble at the word of God. We have become so familiar with the word of God. So anything that you don't cherish, you will never become. Check it out. Anything you de desecrate, anything you look down on, you can never become that thing because that thing is nothing before your eyes. But anything that you cherish, anything that you give preeminence to, anything that you feel that this one is of value to you, you will pay attention to that thing. How do we see the Lord? I keep saying, word is very sweet. You know, the pulpit is sweet because what comes out of it? How many of us, if nothing comes out from the pulpit, will remain in, on the pulpit? The essence of the word is not for me to preach. It's for me to live the word. How are we living the word? You know, there was a day I said something. I said I've been here for, for about seven years now. There are some brethren that when they buy just gala, they will hold the gala like this, very tight. They will never share it. It's a nature. You know, we look at the bigger things. We don't look at those small, small things. Those are the things that makes you who you are. We should learn how to pay attention to those small, small details. Selfishness is the nature of Satan. But if you are looking at it, that when they give you one big contract and you deprive some people of it, no, it's not. Even that small one, do you know why they don't give job to Christians? It's because many Christians, when they finish getting the check, they say, bro, you are blessed. Even the ordinary man understands that the gate man that opens the gate for him deserves some little tips. We are operating a cashless abbey. There is somebody in the bank. Immediately there is cash. The lady will call me. You think she called me for nothing? She called me because something has been happening before now. Even when it is cashless, I went to the bank. I collected those prominent ones at the gate there that I know that if I want to enter, they can hinder me. I say, bring, bring, bring. I collected the account. Listen, when I get to the office, I'll just put 1,000, 1,500. It is a nature. It is a nature. That civilization is what God is. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. He said, let thy will be done on earth. What is the will of God? It's the very nature of God, the very civilization of God. It's the lifestyle of God. God wants you and I to bring that civilization upon the earth. Like he said, we are love rules. Love is not that I love God. The Bible says that you that you say you love God, whom you have not seen, or you hate your brother that you love, then the love of God is not in you. This cashless time, how are you relating with people? Many people are playing safe. 
Praise the name of the Lord. My prayer is that God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. That nature will be formed in us in the mighty name of Jesus. It will not just be talk, 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 but it will be life, life, life in the mighty name of Jesus. And that's why, like Pastor Samson said, that's the essence of the Holy Spirit. You can do nothing. You can do nothing. We must get that right. We can do nothing without the help of the Holy Spirit. And when you allow the Holy Spirit to find expression in you, you can do everything that pertains to God and godliness. And I pray that we will continue to see this thing happening in our midst in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, one of the emphases, one of the things I just got from what you said uh, is that um, all the time we look at the big, big things. But you see, those little, little things, you know. Excuse uh, me, said, uh, uh, a little living living in the whole long. So there are some little, little things we do and we'll, we'll take it for granted, but they are counting so much. They are what is hindering of a life of God. For instance, you know, you also something now, there is something to share. You know, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Donald, you're only funny brother. There are areas, <laughs> there are areas you just go to, you want, you go, I can't go to that area. But, you know, just like Pastor Clever too, the same thing. There are areas you just venture into, you know. Uh, you call her one now, and a brother is around you, and Maybe the guy that brother is hungry, he may just see something to just sustain the, and you are holding the say, this thing no go do me, oh. Uh, <laughs> but you see, uh, uh, you know, the principle of the kingdom is that whatever we have is not my own. It's our, our own. Uh, do, you, do you get that? that? That's the principle of the kingdom. That uh, uh, it is, it is, it is sweet to talk of. <laughs> it is sweet to talk of more <laughs> because not everything that is our your own is our own. No. Uh, no, no. It is sweet to talk of. <laughs> so, what we need to begin to pay attention to those little little things because those little things are what living in the whole law. Do you understand? So get rid of it. And that's why God is bringing light. God is bringing understanding of his word so that we can be able to, um, you know, nip it on the board. So that the life of God, we find a scripture. Um, what's the doctor? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. <clears throat> um, my dear friend asked a powerful question. I'm talking about Apostle Dave. That when are we going to become? When are we going to become? Because the essence of hearing is to become. And there is a need for us to start measuring. Because in Ezekiel, there are measure, the angel brought the measure, 
I mean, the measuring rod, I mean, rod. And he was measuring the essence of the growths. God himself is not a bad business guy. <laughs> God is a good businessman. The Bible says he's waiting for the precious fruits of the earth. So he has an expectation. He didn't just sow his son and fold his hand. Oh, yes, that's over. He was expecting to reap the precious fruits of the earth. And coming into what uh, Pastor Samson has been talking about, now we need to real, really understand the fact that a whole lot is upon us. Babylon cannot collapse without us imagining. I mean the real us, the bride of Christ. Until we, we are fully emerged, we can't collapse the system. We are the one that is still allowing the system to find expression. Because the earnest expectation of the creature, waiting for the manifestation of the sons. And if the sons are not manifesting, so you are empowering Babylon. Our inability to manifest the very life of God, that perfect day, that dawn, is what empowers Babylon to rule the head. And when we come into that full stature of Christ, we expire it by the very light that we carry. And so we need to come into the consciousness of who we are. I think number one thing is that we don't know who we are and the assignment that we have. We are priests unto God. And we are not just priests. We are priests after the order of Melchizedek, of an endless life. What does it mean? It means that our priesthood has a job to do here. And you know, you cannot be a priest if you are not ready to subscribe to the, uh, there are demands that priesthood demand from you, uh, which is called consecration. Every priest is known by his consecration. When we hear the word here, and it's shared there, there, then a priest will go on his personal altar. When you're talking about altar, the, the altar is personal. The fire, you are, the, you are responsible to see to it that the fire does not go out as a priest. So your personal altar needs to be taken charge before you can now begin to talk about the body. Because it is personal altar that gives back to the body altar. Like in Nigeria now. The problem with us is that our personal altar, fire is gone out. That's why the body, the body, the fire is not being felt in the nation. Now this is it. Any priest who is not having solid consecration is accepted that he doesn't have fire on his altar. And he will not be effective because it is the fire that makes you what? Effective. And first, what the fire does, just like what Pastor Samson has taught us by the help of the Holy Spirit, according to that book of Matthew chapter 3, is that the fire first deals with us in the place of koinonia, in the place of communion, as the Lord is being unveiled to you. And my brother was quoting 2 Timothy Corinthians chapter 3. He said, as we behold him, 
We are changing. So we cannot change when we are beholding another thing. The only thing that has capacity to change us is to behold Christ, Christos. So when we behold him, there is a changing that begins from within out. Now, Pastor Jide was talking about, okay, when you challenge somebody, okay, this thing. We are not to be a critical people. We are not to just be finding fault, okay, ah, this one, you are not there yet. Jesus warned against that. He said, if you want to, uh, you know, you are talking about uh, a log in the, your brother's eye. He said, why you have a very big you know, timber in your own eyes? In the kingdom, <laughs> may God help us. It's first personal. Because see, the kingdom of God is what? It's in you. If that kingdom finds expression in you, then you don't need to talk. It is find expression outside. We talk too much in the body. I'm talking about in church, most especially in Nigeria. We talk too much of revelation. But people are looking for their life. It is the life that can expire. And that life can't be there until we are off. We have been dealt with with this fire. The fire, the word of God. Uh, Isaiah said, the word is fire. Isaiah said, it is said, that burn to ashes. When we expose ourselves to the word, Christ, there is a, a burning fire, which also is the Holy Spirit, as he has said. It burns if you permit him, because many of us are not allowing that fire to burn us. We escape the burning. There are ways we can escape the burning when we are not meek. It is the meek that he will teach his way. Psalm 25, it is the meek that he will guide in judgment. So a priest, as in our priesthood, our consecration is such that we have to expose ourselves Personally, daily, just like Pastor today, daily, that faithfulness that we're talking about is in our koinonia going before him. And if you are sincere in the presence of God as a priest, the high priest, <laughs> hallelujah, you know we are not the high priests. Hebrew tells us we have what? An high priest who have gone ahead of us. Hallelujah. So the high priest will tell you, son, you are proud. You dare say you are not proud before the high priest. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when you see, immediately you will accept and ask for what? <clears throat> Help and mercy and forgiveness. That's how we can change. It's in our personal koinonia. In John, in 1 John chapter 1, it says as, you know, it, it, can you project John, 1 John chapter 1 verse 5. It talks about the koinonia relationship of us with Christ. And as it relates to light, because he was talking about as the, uh, um, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. This, in essence, is the message we have heard from Christ and are passing unto you. God is what? Light. And we have been talking about that light, burning. It's a burning light. Hallelujah. And pure light. So there's no impurity. That fire, that fire, that light comes to burn impurity. Anything that is not making us to conform to the very image of his, he burn it up. And he said, there is not a trace of darkness in it. So can you imagine you appear in a place, you are carrying some dirty things around you, and you appear in a place where there's no darkness, what, 
at all. Your deeds, my deeds will be exposed. You can't deny it. Just like the parable of the uh, marriage, you know, they, they were invited to the marriage and there was a uniform. There was a uniform that were, they were supposed to wear to the marriage feast. The garments. And there was this guy <laughs> who also find himself. You know, in parties, people will find themselves and they will sit down. You will know that they are not really invited there. They just came, Mobombo branch, you know. I just hear, yeah, I, I come. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they, they were able to spot that person that you are not part of this. He saw, he can, he can, because in that, in that koinonia, in that fellowship, you can't hide it. There's a higher light, a laser beam that will expose darkness. And that is what God wants to do in us. And then he wants us to go and do in to aspire Babylon. Because when God has treated those darkness in us, wherever we appear, people will see Christ. They will see another ecosystem. We bring in the coach kingdom. We bring in kingdom. Just appear anywhere. They can easily see their frailty, their weaknesses, their darknesses. Imagine Jesus said in John chapter 5 when he said, He toy all through the night. And the Bible said he could not catch fish. And he has already given up. He was already throwing, going home. And then Jesus said, Okay, throwing. I mean, go throw the, the, the net on this side. What happened? Immediately, Peter caught an, an unexpected harvest of fish. What did he tell Jesus? He said, go away from me. For, for I am what? You, you see that kind of level. What has he done? He has only seen miracles. He hasn't seen Christ fully. So his, his weaknesses, his darkness has already been exposed. You see, until the world has been able to expose our darkness, we have not had anything. And those are the kind of world that can change us before we can change our world. Our society is waiting. Our world is waiting. They are waiting. We are the reason for all this stuff. God will not allow... Okay, I don't want to... I promise God. Lord, thank you. God will not allow some things to happen until we emerge. We have to emerge. We are the reason. Until we emerge, let's begin to one-on-one. -on -one. Let's begin to change. When we change, by the time we come outside here, people will know that. But Judea has changed you. Huh? Ha! Like my friend, I've seen some change. Thank God for your life. I'm praying for you too. I'm praying for me, sir, so that I can also change. Amen. No, this is it. We should be changing from what? Glory to glory, to glory, until we come to that fullness. You can't come, okay, can you imagine I've come to 75% measure of Christ? If there is no, when, when you appear, people will know. <laughs> because darkness around the people, you know, oh God, First Corinthians, okay, Second Corinthians 4, he said, if our gospel be what? Be hid. Many of the gospel we are hearing is a hidden gospel. Why is he hidden? We have not opened up. He said, is he to those who what? Who perish. He said, in verse 4, he said what? Sorry, can you help me? First Corinthians, I mean, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 
He's saying in whom the God of this world. So there is a force of Babylon resisting us to emerge. He said in whom the God of this world has blinded their mind. That's why when we come here, it's not just like what he said. It's not everybody that is hearing what you're supposed to hear. It, to so hear. And if you don't hear what you're supposed to hear, you can't become what you have to become. He says, in whom the God of this world has blinded the mind so that the light, shall you see the light again? The light is what changes us. Of the glorious gospel. Of the glorious gospel. As we expose ourselves to that light, you... You will not like it when like darkness eats your darkness. You will feel bad. <laughs> when it hits your darkness, you but once you expose yourself to it, you are waiting for it. Every time we are coming here, are we really coming to be changed, to expose ourselves to the gospel? Or we want to also hold mic. We also want to see. We must, this time, we don't have enough time again. Time is going. What we saw happen just this month, uh, whatever, is telling us we are failing all, and time is going. I pray we will not become Babakekere and Baba in the university. You have some guys who have stayed for four years course, they have stayed eight years. They know everything, and they will say, But this one is Babakekere, he has spent seven years. This one is Baba Leninla. We have many Babakekere and Babanla in Christ. Who have refused to do what? To grow. God wants us. You, you said it. The Pentecost is not the end of the road. We are journeying further. Because in Pentecost there are yeasts. That are still permitted there. But as we journey further. Those yeasts will be dropped. Hallelujah. So it's not speaking in tongues. There is something beyond speaking in tongues. There is a lie that collapsed that, that, that word then. There was a lie they leave. It wasn't by... They didn't get to uh, Ephesus and speak, spoke to Diana and said, No, there was a lie they carry enter that land. Diana could not withstand it again. There was a lie that Paul was exhuming and exhibiting that that wish that wish also joined the comfort. <laughs> a man that was called a great power. But when he saw another life. He said this is not ordinary life. It's power. Give me that power. We have to emerge. Time is running out. And how do we emerge? It is by changing. As we build in. We are changing. We can do without change. But you know you can't see him and be the same. And how do you see him? Koinonia. You know, the best koinonia is not this one. Hallelujah. It's the one you had one-on-one. -on, -one. on the way to Damascus, one guy had that koinonia. And some things, scale fell off. Scale what? There is a pattern of ministry we have been used to. There is a way of life we have been taught by our father. But the daylight comes. On the way to Damascus, there was a light that dawned on him. The Bible said all of them were there, but he said, I alone what saw the light. You can't see such high dimension of light, and you still want to operate the same way. No, it cannot function well. It cannot be. 
I saw some people say that they came to me and said, ah, hey, we need to, you know, you know, you know. I said, I, I passed that level. Amen. I like what they, just like we saw, flesh. I know that if I accepted the offer, maybe I would have driven Jeep <laughs> down. And then I would do like this. Eh? I would do like this. Listen, there are many things that is enticing words of men's wisdom is bringing our way. This morning, in our family, we started First Corinthians. And Paul was announcing it. He said, my gospel is not according to the order of the wisdom of this age. We can't use, be using the wisdom of this age and aspire this age. The world has a system. We cannot also use, we cannot also use the word, you know, tools to conquer the world. It's not possible. So the word must be eliminated in us before we can aspire the word. It is the reason because the reason why we have not been able to aspire this ecosystem called Babylon is because there is still some, some of their properties in us. And Jesus said, the prince of this world came to me. They have been born. Do you know he also suffered? Yeah? He learned what? Obedient. That learning, suffering. Sir, it's what? Some of, some of the things heaven is permitting us to do, to go through. They are burning those, what we call, the aura, <laughs> those, those fats. Those things. Oh, God. Have you seen, one day, one woman just, look at, he, he, she didn't, she just poured water on me. Aye! And used the plastic in the bucket. Ebola. Aye! You know, the Babylon, that <laughs> ah, ah. I said, Lord, thank you. I said, Lord, thank you. Ah, Lord, thank you. She now went to go and tell the husband another story. But thank God there were witnesses. When the husband, the husband was a very angry man. He said, I will, I will kill you today. <laughs> and they said, I said, ah. I didn't came out. He's my neighbor. By the time he heard about the story, he said, Pastor, Pastor, the way he was calling Pastor, I knew, he knew. That's how, you know, he, he, he said, so my wife did that, and your wife was also washing, and he didn't do anything. There are many temptations. What about on the street of Lagos? And that's what I'm saying. Those things, once they die there on the street of Lagos, we will conquer those things. It is because they are still, those elements are still finding in um, expression in all. This is what we need to get rid. This is what the fire of the Holy Ghost needs to burn. Once they are burnt, we will emerge. Amen. The church will come to stature and the world will be collapsed. We will culture. Amen. We will reculture this system. But we cannot then until we have been cultured by the kingdom. May God help us. Hallelujah. Once we are cultured by the kingdom, we can culture the world around us. So, and these are places, uh, like you said, personal altar is very important, corporate altar. 
it's equally important. No, you're that this is a corporate thing. And, uh, and that's where God, you know, what you have spoken now, has brought an understanding and insight and easy to go back. Like you said, he said, every priest has consecrations. And the essence of the consecrations, you know, is for you to, your heart to become more like the heart of Christ. Are you seeing that? For your heart to become more like the heart of Christ, the need for consecration. That means I need to uh, stick with the word and the spirit. And that's how I allow my fire to keep burning, keep burning, keep burning, keep burning, so that at the end of the day, the perfect day, which is the day done, and the day star will appear, right? Mm-hmm. Once the day star appear, that's the end of this age. Yeah. But we must give heed to something. Mm-hmm. Because you should the uh, 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 Second Peter, chapter one, verse nine. Please put it in uh, King James. Second Peter, chapter one. I think verse 9. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 9. Verse 9. Is it verse 9 now? Not verse 9 now. Second Peter, what now? Is it three? Is it three nine? Until the day, until the day, day start rising. Now, that's what I'm looking for. Please give me that Bible. So they are not opening Bible. Exactly, so <laughs> pardon me. Second <laughs> Peter 1, verse 19. Verse 19, okay. I said, he said, uh, and so we have this prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to take heed as a light that shines in a dark place. Uh, my 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 I read others. My concern is to take heed, you know, as a light that shines in a dark place. Are you seeing that? So that, that light that is shining in a dark place needs to shine brighter and brighter, brighter. There is something they are saying to us that I must pay attention to, and it's called that. The light that shines, that prophetic word that is confirmed by the Lord is a light that shines in a dark place. But that light that shines in a dark place, I need to pay attention to it. I need to give heed to it. I need to pay attention to it. It is my paying attention that causes that life to glow. You know, socially speaking, there are other things you pay attention to. That is what is making this life not to glow. Hmm? There's school fees. There's rent. 
There is church rent. Imagine you are paying house rent and church rent. And children's school fees. Right, right? You understand? Then you see that you will not be... It will take, it will take the fight of faith to take serious fight to pay less attention to this and give more attention to the light that shines in a dark place. It will be very, it's not, it's not, it's not easy. <laughs> but thank God for his mercy. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. That uh, for, to also achieve this, right, he did not leave us alone. He gave us a spirit, right, to enable us so that we can stay, stand, and see that we pay attention to that light. So as we give it to that light, what happened? It is that our, our, our paying attention to that light that will cause the day to dawn. So why is the day not dawning? Why have we not seen a perfect day yet? Because of the things our focuses are. If, a, if your eye be single, right? Your whole body will what? But if your eyes be evil, It is an paying attention to this light, this life, that will cause the day to dawn. So once the day dawn, once the day dawn, then the day star. That is a Christ in us, which has been a hope. We no longer remain as hope. We will not arise from within us. Once they appear like this, I was the same. The end is this is ended. On the day dawn, and they start rising our heart. Can we stand to our feet? As we just talk to God, the things we have heard this. For in thee is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Is the light I'm talking about, is it the light from the idol of my heart? Or his light? You see, if your light has become darkness, how great is that darkness? Can we ask God, Lord, give me your light? Give me your true light so that I can see clearly. I can see the way you see. I can see evil as evil because in your light it is evil. Say, in him was life, and that life is face, the light of men. Father, that your light will be the light of my life. 
so that we will come into this life, there will be full manifestation. Lord Jesus, that we will tremble at our nakedness and will pay price to come into your fullness. Father, help us. We receive grace. We receive mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we commit the communion once again. That faithful day, you took your body. You took the bread and said, this is my body. And you broke it for us. You sacrificed your life so that we can come into that life. And you took the blood and said, this is my life that is poured. As we partake, we come into that very life. That your life will find expression in us. It will conquer us. It will rule over us. And you say, where the spirit of the Lord is, that your spirit will become Lord over our lives. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise God. This uh, uh, Kingdom Prayed Women, this um, Kingdom Prayed Women meeting, a Kingdom Praying People, rather, Kingdom Praying People meeting within the, the hours of this Wednesday, there's a Kingdom Praying People, not women, Kingdom Praying People from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock, right, sir? Uh, 10 o'clock to 1 p.m. So if you Let's avail ourselves. You're free. Let's avail ourselves. Come and pray from 10 to 1 p.m. On Wednesday, this Wednesday. Hallelujah. Amen. And um,